When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog In the beginning, I created this podcast and I saw it was good. And you know what? It's still good. Hello, everybody. God here. Welcome to Godcast. Joined, as always, in a different capacity, perhaps, today, by my second banana, top banana, whatever banana you like, Joan of Arc. <laughs> banana reporting for duty. <laughs> yeah. What did you mean by a different capacity? Is, is there something I'm supposed to be doing? Well, you know, we, we discussed this before the show, and you out there listening should know that, you know, there's no bigger advocate for humanity with me than Jesus. Jesus died for your sins. But you should know that by the same token, Joan of Arc here is a pain in the ass for your sins. And that's that's almost as effective. She's oh, a real pain in the word. ass. And she has asked me to at least devote one episode to answering some prayers. Answer your prayer. I usually do one prayer of the week, but I'm going to do multiple. I'm going to do many prayers this week. I'm going to... When I say answer, I mean respond. I don't necessarily mean I'm going to fulfill them, but I will respond to the prayers. I'm doing this, just so you know, at Joan's behest. Yeah, so today is going to kind of be like, um, well, it'll be questions, comments, prayers, etc. So, like, it's like my prayer was to have you answer a lot of prayers. It's like when you ask a genie for multiple wishes, and I never thought it would come true, but it did. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm doing it, but it's not to answer your prayer, Joan. Just to be clear, I'm just doing it. I, I'm not answering your prayer. Noted. Also, Joan, uh, I know that's another solid I'm doing for you. You mm-hmm. have a... There's a guest I know you've always wanted to talk to, so we're going to try no. to work in some conversations with her. <gasps> Go ahead and tell tell the listener land who it is. Is it Amelia Earhart? Yes, it's Amelia Earhart. It's oh, Amelia oh Earhart. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Very oh my gosh, hard oh my to gosh. get her. Very hard to track her down, but she's here. That is a tough booking. It, it's a very tough booking, but she's here, and we're going to get to that very soon. But first, it is time for prayer of the week. Actually, my lord, um, well, for this special episode, it's prayers of the week. Okay, that's technically true. It's prayers of the week. It's, it doesn't matter. The same sting will work. We'll just go with oh, that. Oh, no. Well, can, I, can I just try my mind to something that I whipped up? <laughs> you whipped up a sting. Yeah, I, well, I have a lot of All right, time. Okay, go. Play your whipped up sting. Prayers of the week. You got real gravitas, Joan. Real gravitas, real (laughs) gravitas. Really command authority with that voice. Okay. I did lead an army. Yeah, back in the 15th century. Anyway, let's go through these prayers. I have not, no, I have deliberately chosen to not know what these are. As always, I could have, as always, I did. So I'm going to hear these for the first time right now. I can't wait to hear what you and the angelic interns have picked out. Let's play the first prayer from Tom. God, here's a question. How do you handle your prayers? 
Do you have a prayer management system that tracks prayers in a workflow? And if you do, are there angels or maybe lesser gods who are actually working for you? I'm sorry. It was actually it was actually very hard to listen to the words in that because I was just thinking about I, I heard the dog in the background, obviously, and that happens to be uh, uh, Billy, who's a basset hound, and is such a good dog. I know many dogs are good dogs, obviously, but Billy is a very good dog, and I just think that's worth noting. Uh, I'm sorry. What did he say, the guy? Well, uh, he wanted to know, like, how your prayers get handled, like, and when they come in, and, you know, what's the management system, and do the angels do it, or do you do it, and filtering? There's a, there's a, remember that the very last scene of Raiders of the Lost Ark, where the Ark winds up the warehouse? Sort of. That's kind of how the prayers are stored. There's like a, there's a, a much bigger, even than that, warehouse, and all the prayers are, are stored and collated by alphabetical order by who prayed them and, and how big the request is. And they're all on file there. That happens instantaneously. He, he asked if any lesser gods helped you. I don't know if that was offensive or not. Yeah, I, there's no lesser gods. There's you know, God there's, and then, then that's it. It's yeah, God. Yeah, there's, there, there's God and, and that's it. I'll tell you who was a god of musical theater was Frank Lesser. Frank Lesser was a god of musical theater. He wrote Guys and Dolls, did the book oh, and the lyrics a and the music. Oh, you're using lesser pun. I see. Yes, exactly. Book, there. lyrics, okay. and music, all Frank Lesser, Guys and Dolls, fantastic. Most Happy Fellow, also very underrated. However, there are no lesser gods. There are no lesser gods. If I had the energy, I would spite him for suggesting, but I, I just, I'm not, eh, screw it. Okay, let's, uh, I guess next, next, let's go. Okay, um, I'm, I hope I'm saying this gentleman's name right um, because he he's didn't say it in the prayer, but he spelled it Anil, possibly is his name. Um, and uh, let's hear it. Who are you to tell me what to do? So this is more of a question than a prayer. Because sometimes I know you don't love being inundated with prayers. Who are you to tell me what to do? I, again, this is one where I could respond in anger. Uh, but I'm just going to just respond just factually. I'm God. I'm the Lord Almighty. I created the world in six days. I, I split the Red Sea. I sent my only begotten son to die for you. Uh, I've, uh, I've allowed the New York Giants to win four Super Bowls. Uh, I was there. I helped uh, Simon Cowell kind of refashion American Idol after his departure. He came back, and I, I helped him shape the restructuring of that show. Uh, I've, I'm very qualified. That's an impressive resume, I, yeah, I must I, say. I I. I, I I'm confident enough to say that I have done some things in this world, to this world, over this world. You're almost an overqualified god. Yeah, I'm, I'm overqualified for a lot of things. So, again, uh, Anil, to answer your question, who am I to tell you what to do? I'm God, and fuck off. Fuck off. Okay, so I I chose this next message because I thought it it's, it's really starts out as a good example of how to pray to God. Well, I'll, I'll be the judge of that. Uh, let's, let, let's hear this. Hi, God. How are you? I love you. Yeah, man. Okay, so It starts good. And then I, it's, I, I wasn't able to understand the rest. And she actually left two messages. This was the clear of the two. 
Did you say at the beginning to get into this that this is an example of how to pray? Like, this is a good... I like that she said, hi, God, how are you? Like, it wasn't just about her. It was like her saying, how are you? And I feel like you don't get asked that a lot. No, that's... I did appreciate that, actually. That was very nice, but it seemed, hi, God, how are you, was the limit of her coherence threshold. She she said, I love you, which I, I you know, I do get that a lot, but it's nice. But but then after that, there were, there were no coherent... Words. I know. I know, but I did really like that she said, how are you? Thank you. I get that, because I don't, I'm not asked that enough. I'm asked a lot for a lot of things, but no one ever asks me, you know, how are you? And, you know, as it happens, the answer right now is, eh. But, you know, I, I, it depends. I, I, I can be great or I can be miserable. And to some extent, those moods are reflected in how many earthquakes you have, obviously, and how many tsunamis you have and how many pandemics are killing how many of you. But to some extent, you don't know. And I appreciate being asked. So, Daniela, thank you very much for asking me how I am and, of course, for saying I love you. And I appreciate it. And you know what? You didn't even ask for this. Because I don't know what the hell you asked for, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. And by that, I mean a better voice box. I'm going to... Aww. Just did it. She now has a voice box that will allow her to speak coherently in the English language. Wow. Enjoy it, Daniela. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have... A terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. Okay, I'm being told we have the connection established, so we can go ahead and talk to our guest. Our guest is a pioneer of aviation history and of women's history. She was the first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic, among other incredible feats. When she passed away, she was attempting to become the first woman, along with her flying partner, to fly solo all the way around the world. We don't know that she passed away. Well... Let, let's let's talk. No spoilers yet, Joan. Okay. She disappeared at the time somewhere in the Pacific. She's been lost ever since, but she's not lost today. We have her on. Please welcome to the show, <laughs> Amelia Earhart. Hello, Amelia. Hello, God. Hi, Amelia. Amelia, you are without question the most famous and arguably the only aviatrix in world history. How does it feel to be synonymous with flying? Flying? I would say, has been in my blood. My path was a path of clouds and of sunshine and of clearly stormy weather as well. About the Maya High Club, I, one, enjoy sex, hug from Deirdre, but then any sex I've ever uh, had. I think we lost her, which is, it's mm-hmm. not that surprising given that she's coming to us from over 80 years in the past and such a distant way in the space-time continuum. The Wi-Fi back in 1937 was 
I believe it was spotty. I, I don't think it was great. Probably. Jesus, can Jesus try to get her back on the line? Maybe. Oh, I know what we can do. We can go back to the prayers. That because you're answering so many prayers today. Yeah, I know. I know. Yes, that thought occurred to me. Uh, I didn't want to go back to answering prayers. So I don't Please. want to go back to dealing with the stupid, petty, meaningless concerns of human beings in general and my listeners in particular. Oh, but, just do it. Yeah, fair enough. Let's just do it. Okay, who's next? So this is from Twitter, at the Tweet of God account. You ask for prayers, and someone who goes by the name One Meme Mama. Not like mean, M-E-A-N, but meme, M-E-M-E. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Um, at it's, Cynthia, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not funny, it's but not, go ahead. Okay, at Cynthia Bedard 14 and she says, Bring back the dinosaurs and see who really is head of the food chain. Perhaps man needs a little humbling. Uh, people love dinosaurs. Uh, people just love dinosaurs. Yeah, kids, it's so fun. Like, kids especially. They're obsessed. Like, like kids' favorite animal is an animal that hasn't existed for quite some time. So weird. I can't. I, I, I mean, I could bring back the dinosaurs, but I'm not going to. I'll tell you what happened. Mm-hmm. When they were put on the ark, uh, pairs of two, obviously, each species, mm-hmm. They were very rude with all the other animals. They took other animals' food. They were not respectful of what? the overall ecosystem of the ark, or as I called it, the arcosystem. And it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it was funny, but it wasn't that funny. Anyway, the dinosaurs—they uh, didn't work out there, and so that's the reason why, as soon as the ark landed on Mount Ararat. As each pair of dinosaurs walked out of the ark, I, uh, I machine gunned them down. Uh, I machine gunned oh. them all down as, as they came out of the ark. And that's how they became extinct. What? Wait. Oh. That's what happened. Now, obviously, I could bring them back. For the record, though, if humans did fight dinosaurs, uh, the dinosaurs would win. The dinosaurs would, would win. So, so Cynthia's not going to get her prayer answered. No dinosaurs coming back, yeah. is what you're saying. And, and, and the reason why is because they're much, much, much bigger than uh, people. All right. I guess we've got some more. Let's go ahead and play the next. <laughs> Indeed we do. Okay, this one comes from a man named... Oh, well, I'm going to giggle when I say this. Robert Cock with a K. K-O-C-K. Wait, wait. C-O-C-K. K-O-C-K. Oh, K-O-C-K. It's still, okay. <laughs> it's still funny, but... Yeah, uh, you know what? I just <laughs> I just realized that actually, if you think about that name, cock can also mean penis. So that's, <laughs> that's kind of... Uh, I just realized that. That's very funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's play Robert's message. Hello, dear father. This is me. Oh, my... I'm coming from Holland. And um, what a you know, voice. I'm so in love and fascinated by you. Oh, and dear. Um, in time, I really want to know more about your life, your discussions. Oh, dear me. You will, but you know, he at some time, you. my whole body is for you, God. Is this, and I want is this more than you drunk Harvey Firestone? A boy like me who wants to get loved by you. Amen. Holy Father, you have a stalker. Do you want to hold my hand and love me and understand? I don't. 
know quite how to respond to that. Who thinks of me sexually? Who who would ever, ever think of me sexually? That wasn't my takeaway. (laughs) That wasn't your takeaway? That he was he was hitting on me. That guy was coming on to me like I'm like I'm somebody that he could sleep with, as opposed to a metaphysical freeform entity. Oh, you just see sex and everything. <laughs> I, I I really don't. I, I think really he's a don't. big I don't... fan. I mean, think about like those people who like wait in line all night for concert tickets, or they like stand outside Beyonce's house trying to break in because they love her so much. I that's sort of the vibe I got. Well, standing outside Beyonce's house all night trying to break in makes total sense. But I feel like for someone who loves Jodie Foster so much that they like shoot a president. Like so like he loves you. Yeah. It's it's weird though. I don't want to be loved like that. Uh, would you want to be loved like that? I died at 19 before I really got to do anything, so I'll take what I can get. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, okay. Well, maybe that, that might have been an error in judgment. I, I'm hoping they'll improve from here. Yeah. I have to say, so far, none of these prayers have been terrific. Uh, I mean, they've been interesting to some extent, but none of them have really tickled my fancy to the point where I really want to answer them yes. The only one I answered yes to is the one with Daniela and she couldn't talk and I gave her voice box uh, a replacement. That was it. Well, it's something. We have some better ones. Yeah. All right. What's what's up? Okay. Well, we're going to go back to the Twitter account. Um, this is from Bexy Boo at Bexum. And she says, I only believe in God. If I get accepted on a mortgage with no complications in the next week. Heck, I'll even go to church every Sunday if that was the case. This coming from the most unreligious person ever. Weird grammar, but still a prayer-ish. Uh, but, 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 Bexy, it's a good prayer. It's a reasonable prayer. I got to tell you, the housing market is so bad right now. It is, it is such a seller's market. People are doing crazy things to get housing. You hear about this, John? People what? are paying off other potential buyers, paying off them hundreds of thousands of dollars to not make offers on houses. It is what? it is a crazy housing. Obviously, it's cyclical and it'll go up and down. But right now, it is it's really hard. So she wants a mortgage. Yeah, well, she wants a mortgage with no complications in the next week. I mean, these are very very specific. Here's the problem, Joan. I'm running a credit check for her right now mm-hmm. on Experian, and it's at a 653, which is not great. Oh, I mean, but you're God, so you probably could fix that pretty easily. I'm God, but real estate's something that I take very seriously. That's why I promised a certain piece of real estate to my chosen people, remember? It's a, it's a big thing to me. Yeah. So if I were asked, honestly, could I recommend her for a new house, I, I'd have to say no, just based on the credit record. And of course, her fervent atheism, but but more the the credit record. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry, Bexum, Bexy Boo, whatever. Yeah, she, your name I, she's is. very nice, Bexum. I, she's she's really nice for an atheist. Uh, what can I give her as a consolation prize? T-shirt. Um, T-shirt's great. T-shirt's great. I know her size. It's medium. So send her a Godcast uh, T-shirt. Don't even, don't even send it to her. It's never mind. It's right under her pillow right now. <laughs> You're faster than Amazon. <laughs> okay. Good news, uh, Joan. I think we fixed the technical difficulties and we have Amelia Earhart back on our thought line now. Uh, oh, oh, good. 
Uh, Amelia, hello? Hello again? Hello, God. Great. Okay, we have you back. Before you disappear again, I wanted to ask you about the first, more famous time you disappeared. On that last ill-fated flight you took with your navigator, Fred Noonan, you two were supposed to make a stop on Howland Island in the South Pacific. Now, Howland Island, where you were supposed to land, very small and very, very hard to find. Tiny. A tiny island. What were we thinking? That's all I can say to myself. What were we thinking? It's just a, a dot on the map, if you will. Well, I looked and looked. I could not find that island. Not, not for the life of me. Yes, it's a tiny dot. I remember creating it during the week of creation, and it's the shape and size of an airport runway. That's it. It's shaped exactly like exactly. a runway exactly. and a terminal and then a little Starbucks and a gift shop in the back, and that's it. it it's perfectly flat. And, and I'm sure that's helpful to land the, the flat elevation, but at the same token, there's nothing to see other than the naturally occurring runway shape of the island itself, which at night, when there are no lights, is a bit of a bit of a pickle, don't you think? As my mother used to say when she referred to my birth, that is a recipe for disaster. Your mother referred to your birth as a recipe for disaster. Well, we don't have time to get into that here. Obviously, we should maybe discuss that at some later point, set you up with Dr. Freud, but we'll talk about that later. So you were due to land on Howland Island, and you start sending some distress signals to the ship that's monitoring your flight, waiting to see you appear. The first message read, Earhart says, running out of gas, only half hour left. At that point, you and Fred must have been slightly concerned. I was certainly concerned. Fred was sleeping. Now... The one thing I should have done, looking back, is simply ask Fred for directions. But, as you know, that is the last thing that an independent woman wants to do. Exactly, and that would just confirm all the gender stereotypes about women needing to ask for directions, and you couldn't have that. I completely understand why you would rather plunge to your death than ask for directions. Makes sense to me. Now, according to your radio log, about ten minutes later, you sent a distress signal that read... This is a quote, SOS, holy shit, fuck, fuck, fuckity fuck, 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 we're crashing, we're crashing, holy shit, fucking nuts, HR fucking stuff. Why did you pause that attempt to save yourself to send a message that was so full of curse words and and really silly curse words at that? I think looking back, I kind of wanted to wake Fred up without actually jostling him. So I thought, well, if I scream loud enough, maybe he'll awake from his slumber and maybe give me a hand. That's partly the reason. The other part was I was scared, very scared, so scared that I wanted to pray to Jesus, which I do not necessarily believe in. No offense. Don't worry. Jesus can take it. He's a big boy. Yeah, when, when, uh, uh, oh boy, did we, did we lose him? Oh no! Jesus, did you cut off Amelia because of what she just said? Uh, yes. Mm. Oh, come on, kiddo. That's, I was really that's enjoying not... that. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a little petty. It's a little beneath you. Aren't you ashamed to have done that? Uh, I don't know. Can you please try to get her back on the line? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, work on it. I'll, we'll come back in a few minutes. In the meantime, let's move on to another prayer. So, okay, this next message comes to us from a man named Andrew. He has a very specific request, and it um, touches upon something I know you love very much. 
Hi God, this is Andrew, the patron saint of Scotland. Listen, I'm a big fan of Jesus Christ Superstar, the musical by Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice. I was hoping your son, Jesus, in his amazing, amazing voice, could actually redo the musical in his own voice. It's just absolutely amazing. Thank you very much. Maybe Joan of Arc could do the, uh, the part of Mary or Judas. That would be spectacular. Thank you. Oh, wow. St. Andrew. I haven't heard from St. Andrew in a long time. He's usually, uh, he's at his, he has a golf club in, uh, in Scotland that he owns, and he's usually there playing the Lynx. It's Lynx golf out there, Joan. Not a lot of trees, you know, more bunkers, more, more low grass, more fescues. It's a better game to me, more interesting. Anywho, the question was about Jesus Christ Superstar. And whether my son, who is Jesus Christ, would ever deign to appear in that musical. But I know for a fact, because we've discussed it many times, Jesus and I, that he is not a fan of Jesus Christ Superstar. Are you, Jesus? Uh, no. What Jesus is a fan of is Godspell, correct? Yes. Yes. Godspell is a much better musical. Stephen Schwartz is a much better songwriter. There's not a chance in hell that Jesus would ever redo J.C. Superstar. There is a chance in hell he would do Godspell. I mean, and when you think about Jesus' mellifluous voice, like he said, I just, I mean, just thinking about him singing songs like, Day by day! Day by day! Day by day! I mean, can you just imagine it? I pray. Yeah, it's great. It's great. I did like his idea for letting me play Judas, though, because, like, Jesus! I mean, that's like a dream. Don't you know that when you go to heaven, you'll be blessed? Yes, it's all for the best. Uh, great show. Godspell is a, is a great show, but uh, Jesus, would you ever consider being in Godspell? Maybe. Yeah, okay. Well, that's better than no, Andrew. He, he did suggest a, a possibility. Uh, oh, it just occurred to me. So your name is Andrew, and you like Andrew Lloyd Webber. I see. I see. The name's the same. So listen, once uh, once there was two hours of Dancing Cats, I was done with him. I, I, that's that's it. I, that's they, where I, you drew the line. That's that's where a lot of people drew the line. It's certainly where I did. And uh, by the way, if you really want to enjoy a terrible movie, you know what I'm going to say? Cats. <laughs> Unbelievable! That is, that is a is it fun, like good, bad, bad or like bad, bad. It is both at the same time. Oh, it's good, bad, bad, good, bad. Cool. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really something. Anywho, Anywho. we got some more prayers. Yes, I do. Okay, so I wanted to go from musicals to something completely different. So here is a message from Carl. Uh, hey, God, uh, this is Carl. I am asking uh, for your favor. I know that you are typically very invested in athletics and athletic endeavors. And so as a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers, I would ask that a seventh Lombardi trophy be granted to us in this upcoming season, um, especially because the Super Bowl we played in Los Angeles. And I am keen to attend that game. Thank you, God, for your blessings. Um, and please grant the Steelers a seventh Lombardi trophy this season. Thank you very much. God, thank you. 
Now, that is a great prayer. That is what prayer should be. A, a simple request about a sports team. Like, that's the best kind of prayer. Wow. You understand? I, yeah. okay. Yeah, it doesn't mean I'm going to answer it and give him his wish because, I, you know, other people want competing things. Other people want other teams. Right. But I, I appreciate the prayer about sports. That is, that's what I do. That's what I'd like to do. Uh, here's the thing, though. I, I love sports. I respect sports. I'm a big fan of sports. And because of that, I have never and will never intervene in a sporting event to affect the winner. I will hmm. never, ever do that. However, I have on rare occasions intervened in the outcomes of sporting events to affect the spread. That's it. That's it. Uh, I will occasionally... Make a team cover or not cover. I will occasionally make sure that the over or under is attained. But never at the expense of the integrity of the game, Joan. Do you understand? I, I do. So I guess what you're saying is, Carl, kudos on the good prayer. It will not be answered. Yeah, I will say this uh, uh, to Carl. Steelers look good this year. I think Steelers look really good this year. I've been to training camp, and they look really good. The O-line is looking way recovered from last year, and I like their chances a lot. I'm not going to help. Not going to help, but you have reason for optimism, Carl. I think you really do. By the way, while we're on the topic of football, Joe, you know what I never understood is the fact that when there's a long, long, miraculous pass at the end of the game that's completed for a touchdown, it's called a Hail Mary. Mm -hmm. Because I know Mary. I think you know I know Mary. Well, yeah. And, and Ma Mary, Mary couldn't give a crap about football. Mary is like the least interested person in football that there is. She, oh. she doesn't care. She has nothing to do with those passes. Really? So, yeah, it's just, it doesn't bother me. I just find it very ironic. Huh. Because, you know, if anything, it, it should be hail God. Because I would be the one. Right. I'm not, but I would be the one who's causing that to happen. Okay, this next message is from a gentleman named Pietro. Okay. Hey, God, what the hell are you doing? Oh, wow. Wow, we were talking before about a, a potential stalker. This guy's been stalking me. This uh, guy, this guy, I, I, how did he get the, I guess, oh, sorry, it was Speakpipe. Anybody yeah, I mean, listen, pipe. it's hard to, we can't just, we have, they all can call, they all can pray. <laughs> that guy, Pietro, is a punk-ass bitch, okay? Pietro is a fucking punk-ass bitch who keeps giving me shit about something that I don't want to discuss on the air, but he knows what it is, and I know what it is, and, and he thinks uh, he's the aggrieved party, but no, I am the aggrieved party, Pietro, and enough. Pietro, enough. Enough. You know I can kill you. You know I can smite you. I can turn you to ashes instantaneously. Why do you keep doing this? You know what the word smite means, right? It means to kill. And right now there's a might in smite, as in I could do it, but I can tell you something, pal. Pretty soon, it's going to happen 100%. I am done. I am done with you, Pietro. You've been warned, Pietro. You've been warned. Just give me, I actually need, give me like 10 years. I'll make it a second, but I need actually 10 years, but then I'll make it seem like a second, okay? Just give me 10 years. Okay, I'm, I'm fine now. I just, I just, uh, that, that rattled me yeah, a little that, bit. That, that was rattled a little me, awkward. That rattled me a little bit, and um, I just, I don't want to hear from Pietro again. I think I have a message that 
will actually make you feel good. It put a smile on my face. You, you, um, you say these things all the time, and so often they fail to achieve what you say they will. I guess I just smile more easily than you do. Well, that's a no-brainer. You know, everyone smiles more easily than I do. Yeah. Okay, play it. Let, let's hear the cheery message. I want to hear it. This is from someone named Thrash Toad. Thrash Toad. Oh, it's promising already. Thrash Toad. Okay, go ahead. What's up, God? Um, I just wanted to let you um to know what you think of my um yeah, just my ukulele skills. Fuck. Yeah, that was SpongeBob. Thanks for listening. Honestly, I I happen to know he's only been playing for a week, and that's not bad. Like for a week of playing, I think that that's. That's pretty good. I would just I would just say, as always, with anybody learning an instrument, the, the key is just persistence. You know, you just got to stick with it. Develop the muscle memory in the fret hand, and, and you're going to get there. But I thought that was not bad for, for one week's uh, playing. So, right. So- I mean, he did have the, the, the swear word in the middle. But you know what that indicates <laughs> to me? Passion. Right. So keep at it, I guess. Is keep your- at it. Question was, what do you think of my ukulele playing? And the answer is, not bad. Okay, um, well, God, um, we're going to go a little highbrow here <laughs> um, with a message from Michael G. What do you think of the Epicurean paradox? That is highbrow. That's classy. Thank you for asking a question. That's classy. I appreciate he that. Thank you for including it. podcast. Yeah, he certainly did. He asked about the Epicurean Paradox. Now, that is a statement made by the ancient Greek philosopher Epicurus, and it goes like this. Either God wishes to take away evils and is unable, or he is able and unwilling, or he is neither willing nor able, or both willing and able. Clear so far? Okay. Mm. Keep going. If he is willing and unable, he is feeble, which is not in accordance with his character. If he is able and unwilling, he is envious, which is equally at variance with God. If he is neither willing nor able, he is both envious and feeble and therefore not God. If he is both willing and able, which alone is suitable to God, from what source then are evils, or why does he not remove them? Basically, Epicurus is noting that the world is full of evil and that if there is in fact a God, I seem to be either unable to remove the evil, or unwilling to remove the evil. Fascinating, fascinating paradox. Okay, next prayer. I'm so confused. <laughs> you, you made it sound so simple, but my brain's... No, 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 I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't answer it. It's a paradox, can't answer it. So, next. Okay, our final prayer, and <laughs> this is one that's close to my heart. It comes to us from Wanda San Miguel on Twitter, at uh, Wanda in Paris. Ooh, I'm jealous. And her prayer is, the Beatles back together. Uh, okay. Grammar's not good on that one, but I can get the gist of it. That's going to be very hard, Wanda, and I'll tell you why. There are over 300,000 species of beetle. It's the, it's the animal that I made oh, the most oh, of oh, oh, in the oh. whole world. So to get everyone back together is going to be uh, extremely no. difficult. Even Yeah, what? I believe uh, that Wanda was referring to the band, the Beatles. I believe. Again, I could be wrong, but it is capitalized in the tweet. So 
I believe the B E A T L E S. She, unless you know, unless her spelling is as bad as her grammar, that she means the band. Yeah, well, it's ambiguous then, isn't it, Joan? Because she wrote the Beatles back together, and in the absence of uh, a question word or a question mark or a verb. It's going to be confusing. I'm going to say this again. You know this, Joe. 90% of admission to heaven is based on spelling and grammar. Yeah. And Wanda, you have not done yourself any favors, my friend. My Wanda in Paris friend. You have not done yourself any favors. Oh, what about the band, though? Are you going to reunite them? Or? Oh, the Beatles? Yeah. The, the band. The four-person the four band. Yeah, yeah. I will. Re- absolutely. Well, where? Oh, uh, I, uh, as soon as Paul and Ringo are dead, uh, you know, they'll all be reunited. And I think it's going to oh. be playing some great music again. And uh, who knows? Maybe I'll throw Pete Best uh-huh. in there, Stu Sutcliffe, just to complete the picture. You know? uh, I, I, and, I don't uh, think that's what she was hoping for. I was thinking, she, I, I think she was hoping you would send the dead Beatles back to Earth for like a reunion tour. Oh, that's what she was hoping for? I, I believe. Do you see me giving you a rat's ass? Why would I want a rat's ass? Exactly. I don't give a rat's ass. That's exactly the point. I don't uh, give a rat's ass. I see what you what, did there. What she thinks. Yes, yes. Okay, I've been given good news, I hope. Knock on wood. Jesus, give me your cross. Okay, I'm told we have Amelia back on the line. Is that true? Amelia, are you there? Hello, God. Oh, good, good. Okay, stay where you are, wherever you are in time and space. Please stay there so we can maintain contact with you. Now, before we lose you again, I wanted to ask you about your disappearance. There are so many theories about what ultimately happened to you and Fred. Well, the theories have been boiled down to three major ones. One, that we simply ran out of gas and fell into the ocean and perished. The second theory is that we landed safely on the island. The reason they think we did this is because they found a bottle of my freckle juice. Dr. Berry's freckle ointment. <gasps> I, I use that, that to get rid of my freckles on my face because I didn't like them at all. They found this bottle, and therefore they know, or so they think, that that's where I landed. I can see that Joan here is also an a enthusiastic follower of Dr. Barry's freckle ointment. Mm-hmm. Uh, or is it was it was it fre- was it juice? You said it was a freckle juice or freckle ointment. I call it freckle juice as a nod to the beloved book by Judy Blue. There was also a theory that we were somehow taken by Japanese military and I was passed around as a comfort woman to the officers. That was actually not so much of a theory as it was my fantasy. My delicious, my delicious, delicious, sedulterous fantasy. That was your fantasy? Because I know for a fact, just being omniscient the way I am, that you were basically a a lesbian. Oh, I'm going to stop you right there, God. I never said I was a lesbian. I am, as the kids like to say now, fluid. I enjoy sexual fun, sexual play, almost as much as I like taking to the skies. I basically like to fly hard, play hard, drink hard, fuck hard. That's great, Amelia. And if we had more time, I'd love to delve more into the hard fucking But instead, we do need to focus on this mystery, trying to solve it once and for all. Because you know and I know, Amelia, let's be honest, you were not in fact captured by the Japanese. 
No. Nor did you land on Gardner Island instead of Howland Island. No. Nor no. did you simply run out of fuel and crash and sink into the bottom of the Pacific. Oh, how banal. No, no, not that. Certainly not that one. No, it's time now, finally, for everyone to listen to what exactly happened to you, Amelia Earhart, <laughs> at the so time exciting. of your disappearance. And I think you and I can both agree it was rather different and stranger than anybody could have possibly imagined, right? Oh, God, let me tell you. It is even more bizarre, even more scandalous, even more mysterious than anyone could ever imagine. Amelia, thank you so much for dropping by. Enjoy the rest of your eternity in limbo. Absolutely. Wait, wait, did, you, did you guys just hang up? Yeah, we were done. I thought we had a nice conversation. So yeah, we... You were about to review what really happened. Was that a thing? Is that something that uh, was that was that important to you? I think like we got My to Lord, know her. With the... all due respect, you 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 were the first person to have an interview with Amelia Earhart since 1937, and you kind of just blew it. Joan, let me tell you the truth. You truly don't want to know the fate of Amelia Earhart. Believe me. You don't want to know, knowing what happened to her in 1937, and for that matter, 38, 39, 40, and continuously 24-7, 365 from 1941 through 1974. You don't want to know. I'll take your word for it, my lord. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's all for the show, and Joan, I have to say, I'm surprised at how good it feels to be back in the prayer-answering game. I feel uh, rejuvenated. You mean you enjoyed that? Oh, I to give that much uh, hope to people like I just oh. did, I, and to, you know, to sow the seeds of, of goodness and compassion, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, yeah, I, that's hope. I love this. <laughs> I, I, I really, really, so thank you so much for the opportunity, Joan. I, I really appreciate no, it. No, thank you, my lord, for trusting me with this um, important endeavor. And uh, I guess I should thank Amelia Earhart for her brief appearance on the show. Ah, that was so exciting. Yeah, it was very, very exciting. Too bad she's, she's lost again and we'll never see her again. Well, until next week, this is God saying keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Isn't that Casey Kasem? Shut up, Joe. Godcast is a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Alex Ramsey, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and David Jabberbaum. Original music by Gabe Lopez. Joan of Arc appears courtesy of Tara Sands. For more original podcasts, visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For ad-free episodes and exclusive bonus content from this show and others, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. And if you haven't already, remember to follow God on Twitter at the Tweet of God. Forever! Yeah.